It is I, Richard Nixon, back from the dead. Ha, 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 ha. And just so you know, I hate the gays in hell more than ever. Ha, 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 ha. Well, pride's over, so it is what it is. Oh, well, in that case... Back to the fryer I go, dang. <laughs> All right, in three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of the Frat Chat Podcast. How you doing, Mr. Moe? Yo, it's good. It's good. How are you? Ah, it's going well, my friend. I'm happy. I, uh, it's not pouring rain anymore, so uh, all good, all good. And I don't know if I told you, I joined TikTok. Fucking did it. You did tell me. I, you know, I um, I'm so intrigued by this because TikTok it it uh, intimidates me. I still don't quite really get it, but from what I gathered, and I share this publicly, and uh, it's done quite well for me on social media. It's literally uh, half comedy club, half strip club. And that's about it. That's it. Which I do not mind. However, I question the age of some of these young ladies. And then I'm like, shit, I do not want to be looking at this. So it's kind of uncomfortable when I'm swiping with my girlfriend. And then this shit pops up. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like recommended to you, too. You don't even have to follow it either. You know what I mean? It just like pops up. So it's like, oh, shit. Uh, Sometimes Boo Boo is like, um, that would be a great tiktok video i'm like but why why couldn't it be a great instagram video yeah, why does it have to be a tiktok video just a video video why does it gotta be an anything video you know you know i've been watching the original uh dragon ball show you know like not dragon, dragon ball, ball z not dragon ball z dragon ball which came out before that it's when goku the main character there was a kid and that actually ends it's like five seasons of it and when it ends it kind of transitions into dragon ball z but so it's a cartoon. Yes, it's a cartoon, and it's and it's old as shit. It's something like 1986 or something. I really did not realize because the version that I got as a kid was edited. And the Japanese version, which is what is on this app, it's the Funimation app, and there's a lot of nudity on that show. Like Really? Yeah, like... On a, a cartoon? On a cartoon, and it's not just like regular nudity, it's like, remember I just said, Goku is a fucking kid here, and it like shows him like he goes swimming or something in, a, in, a, in this lake to go get this fish, and then it shows him naked, and they draw his like little pecker, and I'm like, should I be watching this shit? I feel like a total pedophile, and <laughs> I just feel like I should not be watching, and I was literally just waiting for the FBI to bust into my window, like, it's please, It's so funny to me that they... <laughs> That in the cartoons, they, they put all the goodies on there. But if you watch, like, Japanese porno, they always, like, blur the good stuff out. Not in the cartoons, though. <laughs> but I did not like it. I felt like me and Jared Fogle were going to end up as roommates, and that's just not what I want to do. Oh, Jared Fogle. What, what a mess. Yeah. I was going to say, whatever happened to that guy, but... Oh, yeah. He's in jail for being a diddler. How old were you when you, when you moved here? I forget. I was 12. 
12. Yeah. So when you were 12. So 20 years ago. Holy shit. 20 years ago this year. 20 years ago. In August. The the, the good old days. Yeah, right. And then then the government (laughs) let in these Venezuelans, (laughs) and here we go. So uh, when you were younger, as a a 12-year-old, do you remember, like, watching... Um, TGIF on Fridays and then like on Nickelodeon they had what was called SNCC it was like Saturday night Nickelodeon stuff I remember the dark and things like that see I I didn't have those shows in Venezuela but when I moved here I was more of a cartoon cartoon Fridays guy on Nickel on on Cartoon Network myself so you get that you get that Dexter's Live in there, you know. You get you get oh, a little yeah. you get a little Powerpuff Girls in there. I don't give a shit what they say. That show was badass. Mojo Jojo Laboratory. Hell yeah, that show was super funny. I would think I would still watch it if I could. I think it might still be on Cartoon Network app or something. So I might. Well, just remember watch it. there was Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. That's what I was trying to think of. Johnny Bravo was my absolute favorite. What a cool guy. And then he would like swivel his arms around wildly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god however over his cartoon him and Pepe Le Pew are like sexual harassers you know what I mean I don't know like the whole cartoon is like a female trying to get away with him clearly saying no and then they just will not yeah, let exactly. it go but at least Johnny Bravo gets his ass kicked in every single one of them so it kind of shows don't be a dirtbag versus Pepper Le Pew has been doing this shit unstopped for over 50 years my friend and not single charge they took down Harvey Weinstein. They took down Bill Cosby. Why is Pepper Le Pew still allowed to do this? I ask you. He's going to get me too. He's been getting me too the whole time. You know time. what? I it's get nervous cartoon. myself because in college, I would teabag fucking everybody. There's so many pictures <laughs> out there with my balls on everyone's forehead. And, it, you know, it wasn't like... I just did it to have to, to be funny. No, yes, I did. Yes, I did. But no, I, I think yeah. that... Um, How uh, is your game? Been, maybe it helps. <laughs> you know? well, well, I was teabagged <laughs> quite a bit. So I tend to teabag the teabaggers. So I felt yeah. like it was karma. What goes around comes around. Yeah. But who knows? One day um, you're going to be watching TV and there's going to be a huge storyline about Simo. And all these pictures of his balls on everyone's fucking face. (laughs) 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 Comedian Chris Moore, shown here in his naked modeling pictures, is accused of putting his balls all over teenagers' faces. (laughs) Count out the rest on Fox. (laughs) You know, I, um, um, I don't know why I thought it was so funny. There was a movie that came out when I was younger. It's called Waiting. Yeah, yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. I, I was doing that stuff before the movie came out. So I would always be like, hey, guys, I think I sat in some gum or something. And then they look over and I would have like my scrotum pulled out through the, the zipper of my pants. That is disgusting. Like, hey, guys, what do you think this is? And they're like, that's your nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> You're gay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's however that. <laughs> uh, see, I never get necessarily got off on teabagging. I did teabag. A couple of people in my day that just totally deserved it and fucked up. In middle school, we would put our hands in our pants with like our ball sweat and then hit someone across the mouth with it. Oh, and we would no, be like, no, 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 no. Someone did that shit to me. It's fighting time. <laughs> it's fighting time. That never got around. I feel like if I just moved over to America and I saw that shit, I'd be like, oh, white people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was Baltimore City at its finest. <laughs> I already look at white people weirdly as it is. You know what I mean? I don't need that shit. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't need that shit in my memory bank. 
<laughs> Yo, did you see the news with the uh, who was it the the lady and the guy came out their house with their yeah. guns on the lawn? I was like, oh my gosh, this is like white America, dude. The Purge. Finest. I really Jeez. just like thought of the movie The Purge, where it just like everybody just goes ape shit and it's legal to kill each other, and it just reminded me of them so much. It's crazy because they're both lawyers, actually. Um, and they are representing a guy on a civil rights case over a cop beating him up, too. So I actually was reading into it earlier today, and uh, they were saying that the reason they pulled the gun wasn't necessarily because of the protesters that that opened the gate. It was because there were these white protesters there that showed up, and it was probably unruly, that had guns. And so they're saying their response to it was that they're pulling out the guns in response to that. And then, of course, as there's these people coming on their property, they got scared. They just kept them out. Blah, blah, blah. But they said it wasn't the Black Lives Matter movement that made them do it. It was these white people with guns that were there. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, I wasn't there. I do know that the media can twist things. But I do know that if it was a black couple that was sat there with pointing guns at fucking people, uh, they would have been taken down very quickly, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> they would have been uh, shot like dead the in their yard. wasn't even holding his gun right. Oh. Well, the lady had her finger on the trigger, which is quite dangerous. I don't know if safeties were on, but it doesn't matter. You are taught to never have a finger on the trigger because you can accidentally fucking pull that thing and then someone's dead. So... I know for a fact no one was that close where it warranted a finger on the trigger. A finger on the trigger means you're ready to shoot, man. So I don't know. I I think that while you do have a right to protect your property, I don't think that theirs was like being destroyed. You know what I mean? And uh, and the whole thing, the the neighborhood, the march was there because they were pro- they were trying to get a judge from that town to step down to resign. And I don't know why they want the judge to resign. To be honest, I haven't looked into it. And so they were just I think he had a history of teabagging people. <laughs> I think the judge was always pulling his nuts out and putting in people's faces. Ah, yes. The people He's versus gum. The people versus the teabag of 1928. <laughs> <laughs> teabag, son of a bitch. <laughs> he set the president and he just ruined it for all the teabaggers in the world. Can you imagine if... <laughs> Can you imagine if yeah, I was in jail? Like, what happened? You know, I had an opportunity. I didn't want to pass it up. Chris, what did you do? <laughs> I teabagged Donald Trump. This is some very sticky nets. Okay. I don't like it. They're very sweaty. Okay. Believe me. Believe me. They're very sweaty bells. Okay. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel, like, I feel like you'd be a national hero. The next president would probably pardon you, depending <laughs> on who it is. You know, I feel like it'd be worth it. Uh, I feel like I would I would just need someone with really long balls. Just maybe in a hot summer day, mine could do the trick. You know what I mean? When they just <laughs> where things start to get like over ninety degrees, and you know. No, what I, I used to do. I used to take my nuts, <laughs> and I would I would just hold my nuts, and I would turn them sideways. Okay. And then I would take the wiener, and I would I would put it. In between the nuts to make it look like a hamburger. <laughs> a hamburger 
Ew, yeah. so you, why, yeah. would, why would it look, wouldn't it look more like a hot dog? What are things looking like down there? Is that what I used to do? I think that's what I used to do, yeah. And then I and then I would like hold it in my hands and be like, if they hit, you guys want to get a bite of this burger? Oh <laughs> my like, Ew, put your dick away. <laughs> and then sometimes I used to put my <laughs> wiener around my wrist and I'd be like, hey guys, do you know what time it is? They'd be like, put your dick away. <laughs> like, this, is, this is a church, Simo. Put your dick away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, that's all. It's all. It's all you crazy white kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Y'all be but, crazy. You know, I haven't lost my mind yet because I'm not standing on my front lawn with with an um, AR-15 or whatever. That's true. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think they had an AR-15. I don't know. One had a pistol and the other one had a had a rifle of some sort. Well, to a I don't want to get too much on my high horse because I, I like to. You um, never. You know, talk a lot, but I just want to just throw out there for our uh, listeners that the um, the three gentlemen that murdered Breonna Taylor are still out there. I don't, I don't get why the justice system is not moving here. It's uh, I think my guess Brianna, is because my guess of why they haven't done anything is because this is probably such a widespread practice within that department to have these no knock warrants where people have died. Where a lot of people will go down if they start if they arrest them, you know what I mean? I think they're covering their ass for for the future. I have a feeling if you start digging into these deaths behind and behind no knock uh, warrants and deaths, you're gonna find a lot of irregularities. Especially if you look at how they filled out Breonna Taylor's report, police report. Oh yeah, that thing was blank as shit. And the fact that you know. It, one looks like that. There's probably more that look like that. So I don't know. I feel like the whole fucking department should investigate it. And I feel like the only reason they haven't is because they're trying to cover their ass from themselves getting investigated. But that's just me. I don't want to spew conspiracy yeah. theories. I have no proof behind this. But logically speaking, why else wouldn't they do it? So that's just where my, my head goes to. There's some shady business it's over there. Scary man. Shady it's business. Scary, scary. The Frat Chat Podcast presents some real scary shit with Veronica Garza. Last year there was an article about this woman in East Texas. She came home after dinner and in her living room she found a rattlesnake. And she called animal control. And in the basement they found 45 rattlesnakes. Which is extra even for Texas. But <laughs> The coolest part, you got. I'm serious. You got to look this up. The guy from Animal Control, he takes a video of what he sees in the basement with his phone, and the only thing he says in the video as he goes across the room is, "That's a lot of snakes." <laughs> Which is right. <laughs> That's a lot of snakes. Forty-five is too many. It's Forty-three too many. Two is okay. They're cute. They're a couple, right? <laughs> cute snakes. That was our good friend of the show, Veronica Garza. She is so funny. Follow her on Instagram at Veros underscore got underscore jokes and on Twitter at Veros underscore broke. And hopefully give us some money. She is funny as shit. I love Veronica so much. I fucking love her. But I have a huge... I have a huge phobia of snakes myself, man. I fucking hate I don't them. like snakes. One time I went golfing. And I had a ball go into like right, right by the ledge of the this water edge thing, and I went in there to get my ball, and when I knelt down to get it, there was a snake right next to my hand, 
and I fucking took a step back and I heard a hiss and there was another snake there and when I looked around they were like 10 to 15 black snakes all around me and I was like holy fuck and I ran so fast man and I were they like water moccasins I don't fucking know I got the fuck out of there they were black snakes and one of them like was swimming around and it just like scary shit and that was my cue to exit <laughs> No. I also don't like I spiders. Don't do snakes. Yeah, I don't do snakes or spiders unless they're small enough where I can smash it. And I then I feel bad. But I, who in their right mind would see like a surprise snake and be like, "Oh, great! Look, it's my lucky day." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's. I think it's normal to like not like them. You know, I saw a rattlesnake in LA. So when I was in LA uh, a few months ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, we don't really, we don't have palm trees in New York unless like you're at a mall. Right. So. I, um, this is like the biggest palm tree in West Hollywood I've ever seen. I was like, wow, this is a big palm tree. I'm going to take a picture for my mom. Mm-hmm. So I pull out my phone and I'm like, looking at this palm tree and I hear, you know, and I was like, you gotta be kidding. And there was like, there's a rattlesnake just hanging, just chillaxing on someone's like front porch. And I was like, oh, hell no. Fuck that. Yeah. People see them in California all the time and they go on like, on like biking trails and shit like that. They're everywhere. I'm scared. I was like 15 feet from it, but I was like, I've seen. I, I watched what was his name Crocodile Hunter yeah remember that back in the day <clears throat> Steve Or was that his name yeah Steve yeah, yeah. Orwin Steve or Irwin yeah oh I Crocodile the Man, Crocodile those, Hunter those fuckers were fast yeah. you know and he would say things like you know you know the, these snakes like the warmest part of your body <laughs> and I'm like that's your crotch see what you do is you take the snake here and put it right inside your butthole and really let it flesh in there and now next week watch as I jerk this rhino off <laughs> He, that, no I missed that way. guy. By the way, the fear of snakes, a little fun fact, is called ophidiophobia. Oh, for a what? Ophidiophobia. Ophidio. Yeah, ophidiophobia. I have to say, I have to say, like I'm like having something, something wrong with me when I say it. Otherwise, I can't say the word. Ophidiophobia. Ophidio. Like I'm in an ad. You know what I mean? Ophidiophobia. <laughs> Are you having trouble in the bedroom? then ophidiophobia might be just for you. Ophidiophobia. When your snake needs a little hiss for his fang, if you know what we mean. Ophidiophobia. Ophidiophobia is not recommended for a man with penis sizes above 4 inches and below 10. Ophidiophobia. Please consult your doctor for erections lasting longer than 15 minutes for fear of exploding testicle. Ophidiophobia. Side effects include headache, diarrhea, urination, and nosebleed all during sex. Ophidiophobia. Ophidiophobia is not recommended for men over 65 or below 43. Also, if you're too tall, short, skinny, or in shape, it will also make your penis explode. Also, do not take it if your name is Gary, because everybody knows Garys don't get laid. Ophidiophobia. I don't like snakes at all. You know, my roommate uh, in Chicago, he had a, we had a snake called Otis. Ooh. And I guess he didn't shut the, the cage door all the way, because one day oh, no. um, he was looking for a snake, and he's like, I can't oh, find no. it. And I was like, don't tell me that. Oh, this is no. not funny. It was a little corn snake. I mean, it really was pretty. It was like, like white and pink and whatever, orange. But um, uh, he was like, you know, if you're that freaked out about it, put a towel under your door. And I was like, that would be nice if we knew that it, was it was outside there. of yeah, my room. It could be anywhere. But it might be in my room, right. and then it's going it to get trapped in my room. Fuck that. I, I, for, I legit wanted to move. Yeah. I was like, we got to get out of here. I, would, I don't feel <laughs> safe in my home. I would die. My friend uh, in college uh, had a little python, and it got just big enough at the time to feed on mice whole and I came over to watch it feed 
and it was honestly like just eerie you know <laughs> like do you have seen it like on like you know the animal planet channel or some shit but like to see it like right there in person and he just like i mean at this point he had been feeding it for a while so like i mean it was like nothing to him but like for me i was like oh oh <laughs> i can't i can't no I, I fucking can't man and like no I, bueno. I try to hold it you know to like get over my fear and it's like okay this is how i get over it and he just like gave it to me and like at first it was fine until it kind of like started moving and then it like looked at me and it was like take it take it take it <laughs> you know like no way man i can't i can't i just can't do oh. snakes does does boo boo have microphobia with you what's microphobia mean <laughs> the fear of small things <laughs> 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 You're an asshole. <laughs> there's a there's a reason why he never smiles. <laughs> no, he's he's very um uh happy. <laughs> he smiles quite a bit. <laughs> Thanks to the Dildo Master two thousand. <laughs> <No. laughs> <Yes>. Thirteen settings. <laughs> Each of them more pleasurable than the last. Get yours you know, now. Speaking of Okay, so speaking of dildos, um can I share a story with you? Of course. Okay, so once upon a time, uh-huh. uh, I started dating in Chicago. I, I wasn't really dating actively. Okay. So I was new to the gay scene, and uh, I liked this guy a lot. And my friends were like, have you ever had, you know, the booty sex? And I was like, Ooh. oh, good God, no, gross, yucky. And they were like, well, well, you know, that's the next step. I was like, really? So um, a friend of mine went to the porno store, and we, <laughs> um, we got a, a, a dildo. Okay. A little one. And I came home and I remember being butt naked, looking at like my, this like (laughs) huge mirror in my room and like being like, how does this go in there? I looped it up and I was like, it doesn't fit. I don't know. So I got on my back and I'm like legs up in the air trying to shove this fucking piece of rubber in my butthole. And, um, I shoved it. I put a lot of lube. Lube's like money. You can't have too much, you know? So I put a lot of lube on it and it went... (laughs) All the way, it went so far up my, it wasn't that big, but it went all the way up there that I didn't have any leverage to pull it out. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I guess when, I, when you go to like a porno store and you see there's these dildos that have like big old balls on them, right. it's, it's, it's strategic because those balls keep it from, <laughs> keep your ass from swallowing. Oh, these are grasping the, the dildo. balls. Okay. I never got the porno. Yeah, these- exactly. So, so I was like, well, what do I do? And it was, oh, the whole time it was vibrating and I was like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for my insides. So I, so my, my roommate Charlie, I was like, I was like, Charlie, go into your bedroom. And he was like, why? I was like, go in there and shut the door. And then I was butt naked, ran out of the uh, my bedroom, down the hall, into the bathroom, sat on the toilet, and I literally pooped it out. Right? Oh I pooped it out. Like I, I pushed it out like a turd. <laughs> like I'm pinching a loaf, you know. <laughs> and so then it just, it was just in the toilet, like. Like still moving in the toilet, oh my God. and I left it there for an entire day. Until it died. I was, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I don't know if I'll electrocute myself if I if I reach in there and grab it. You know, I don't want to be the guy that died from you from know dildo. dildo electrocution. Oh my God! So so my roommate and I had to use the toilet in the downstairs fitness center for <laughs> over a day. That fucker, those batteries lasted forever. Oh my God! Wow, just a little. Food for thought, you know. So if you ever if you ever want to go buy a dildo, 
Um, you should make sure it has huge balls huge on it. Balls. You know? Got it. Yeah. I'm write that down. Big old and balls. Most of them are waterproof. So I could have, this one actually was waterproof and I could have just pulled it out. No big deal. Um, I don't know if I would have pulled it out. You know, just, uh, and, and yeah. think about it like, like your cell phone, if you drop that in the toilet and pulled it out, you're not going to get electrocuted. So I'm not sure why I was so scared of, I was just so scared of the dildo. Yeah. I was so scared. You know what? I've always gotten blue ones. Blue? Why? I just like the color blue, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. It's easy to find in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Maybe, just maybe, you have some melanophobia, which is the fear of the color black. No, I don't think so. No. Check my dating history. I have no problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with you definitely, color black, not at all. You definitely have no megalophobia, which is fear of large things, uh, from what I hear. <laughs> you know, I do have a fear of large things. That will fuck your day up. Ooh, I, can't even, I can't even imagine, man. Like Sometimes just taking I don't a big like, poop is like a little much, and I'm like, I can't even imagine. Well, think of it this way. like If you just gotten like your ass pounded like real good... <laughs> Um, All right, hold on. Let me, let me get in. Let me get into like as an actor, I have to get involved into the moment as if this was actually happening, you know, because I'm a method actor. So hold on a minute. Hold on. Okay, well get your, get get your tissues ready. Ow, 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 ow. Okay, ready. <laughs> yeah, it fucking hurts, man. So uh, let me tell you, a, a, a day after getting your, your shit pounded, you're gonna have to have a box of tissues and just a a, a, a gallon of ice cream <laughs> to recover. You know, it's um, but but then the next day, you know, anytime you have like an occasional fart, you can't trust it. You just have to run to the bathroom because you don't know what's going to come out. Your sphincter is straight up just it's just disappointed in you. Dude, your sphincter, your sphincter just goes home. It's like, fuck this. I actually fuck you guys. I'm going home. I'm not going to say who it is because I'm sure he doesn't want to put this out there. But once I came over to someone's place in college and it was like a pregame. And uh, he was watching porn on his couch. Not even like jerking off, just watching it. And literally it was like, I think it was called gape or gaping or something like that. And it was all like gaping ass porn. <laughs> there was these girls Ew. who were these gigantic assholes from just awful things happening to them. And I just like, I always wonder like, dude, can these girls fart? Like, is that, can they possibly fart without shitting themselves? And I guess that answer is that they can't. <laughs> Probably not. Or can they train their know? buttholes? Like, or, or is there a, like, like a vagina? Is there a point where an asshole just doesn't go back to being the way it was? I think that if um, it's called a um, a rosebud, is that the term? Ooh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, so that's a fear of mine. <laughs> I don't want that shit. Yeah. Oh, Some that people, just sounds awful. It sounds painful. My asshole is like quenching right now. <laughs> Okay, so this is what happens, you know, if, if you if you don't have enough lube, because remember I told you earlier, lube is like money. money, you can't have too much. So if you um, um, don't use enough lube, if you shove your wiener in someone's booty hole uh, and there's not enough lubricant, okay. then when you remove your wiener from said booty hole, you could pull out all the inner linings with your wiener. Oh so my then, God. Does that make sense? Yes. And then your asshole looking like a damn elephant trunk. <laughs> That's a mess. Oh, good luck on Tinder with that Ooh. shit. You know? Yeah, right. Ooh, my god. Oh no! I just, I just, just, just gave me the heebie-jeebies. I'm dying. I'm dying over here. Like, you know, what, you know what I will say is a legitimate fear though of mine. What? It's like so. So even though I like I I work in eye care, so yeah. so we see all sorts of things regarding 
the the eyeball, you know. Okay. And um, uh, so I don't really see anything nearly as crazy or gnarly as what you would see in the ER. Right. Um, uh, but you know, we, we still look at, you know, patients like medical history and things like that. And, you know, um, they list their, their medications and, um, I, I never knew, uh, until getting into this field and I mean, I've been in this field for like, I don't know, 15 years, but, right. but I, I never knew that, um, uh, STDs were so common and I have like a huge, crazy, uh, just, just nutty fear of catching something from someone, from anyone, anytime, anyway. Like, e- even though you know, when when I was dating, when I wasn't single, I still I was never like promiscuous. I was never like skanky by any means. I right. always just kind of like kept to myself. Right. So I was so nervous about catching something. Oh, so scared. Even to the point where like, if I had a friend over my apartment and I know that they went around and did stuff I would put toilet paper on my own fucking toilet seat oh my god <laughs> that's that's nutty right that is pretty nutty <laughs> my friends would be like I, I remember a friend of mine um uh I'm not gonna say his name but he he had um gonorrhea in his throat oh my god oh my god I didn't and know he that didn't know happen. and he was he was like I've been sucking dicks like for months and who knew I gave them all gonorrhea because <laughs> apparently I had it in the back of my throat and I was like oh my god but I remember um I know that you can't catch it from sharing a drink but to this day if if he was sitting here next to me and wanted a, a sip of my beer I I wouldn't sip after him <sighs> just knowing that I don't know. Keep it. it, it, it <laughs> so, you know what? I, I'm finished. You, you only had a sip. That's all I needed. Just to wet the whistle. Here you go. This is all yours. Thank you. Yeah, you can have it. I, I just have a weird like paranoia regarding STDs. You know, one time uh, I went to the health center because I was, I think I told you this, I was, I was peeing blood mm-hmm. and it was because I had this like weird reaction to, um, it was called, oh shit, what was it called? Accutane. Okay. I was have like kidney issues or some shit. I don't know, oh but it's just this, this medication that um uh wasn't working well for me, and so I was like pissing blood, and they convinced me. Who at this point I was like completely abstinent. You know, they were like, um, you know, this this is probably a symptom of either chlamydia or gonorrhea. It's one of the two, and it's very common in your demographic. It's exactly what they said whoa, to me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> what do you mean your demographic? Like gay because, or? Because I, 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 I was gay. I went, to, I, went, I went to this health center in Chicago, and I was like, yikes. So the whole time I'm thinking to myself, I haven't touched anyone in a long yeah. time. Did I, touch, did I touch the doorknob, and then someone else touched the doorknob, but, but they touched their goodies and then I touched my goodies and then that's what happened am I the first one in the history of SCDs to catch it from a doorknob oh my god this is what goes through my mind is psycho well maybe if you someone touched the doorknob with gonorrhea and then you put that doorknob in your ass <laughs> that's called a Tuesday night I um <laughs> But that, I don't know if that's a phobia or an obsession. And then you tell someone on the other end to turn it. <laughs> <laughs> but know what they do? They lock it. They say, don't you ever fucking come in here again, you nasty fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. By the way, I found, I found these, uh, this website. It's on healthline.com. And it literally has like an A to Z on phobias. And I'm just like having so much fun over here. Like... There's, for example, I found there's pedophobia, which is the fear of children, which is 
close sounding but different from pedophilia. <laughs> <laughs> and I think if you had pedophobia out there and you're scared of kids, uh, we just want to send you a little message and you better not mix those two up because you're going to get in some trouble. Okay, let me tell you. Correct. <laughs> Now, did you have any, like, when you were younger, were you, were you scared of, like, clowns or, like, talking in front of, like, your class or... I... Like, I, mean, I feel like that's normal, right? I was Not scared. Fear of public speaking. See, actually, I saw, I actually saw the fear of clowns. It's called calrophobia. And so that's how common it is. And that's a common one. See, I think clowns are creepy as shit. But I'm not necessarily scared of them. Depend. It just depends on the clown. However, you, clowns make for some pretty evil ass creatures, as you've seen on like American Horror Story. They had some great evil clowns. Um, it. It was creepy as shit. You know, Killer Clowns. Mm-hmm. That's a movie. The, oh, that. Oh, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a. I feel like clowns could definitely be creepy as shit. But for example, I love Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons. He's fantastic. And that's kind of the only one I can name. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, maybe Krusty is the only clown I like. But I'm not, like, terrified of them. Um, I didn't have anything like claustrophobia or anything like that where it's, like, scared of confined spaces. Um, I don't know. I, I, I did have a little bit of fear of the dark. That was, like... Oh, really? I always, like... I always had a wild imagination. And I would always, like... I mean, even till now, as you know, I love watching, like murder shows or like things about possessions and ghosts and things like that and the thing is like watching that shit as like a six-year-old or a seven-year-old you know what i mean when you go to sleep you think like everything's after you you know what i mean so oh my god you remember watching unsolved mysteries yeah as a kid? i love that shit that show was and awesome. i'd be like praying like please let there be an update Did they catch the guy i would always ask my mom like is he gonna come get me yeah i feel like that never <laughs> i feel like, like no, that never honey. got him <laughs> and that guy that that guy that was in it you know was like uh, 1992, September 16, she went out to get ice cream, and <laughs> exactly. then the case went cold. Catch it, on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> that show was like the, like the definition of like late 80s, early 90s. Fantastic. Oh, so scary. My mom would be like, don't be silly. And I think to myself, like, look, you stupid bitch. What the <laughs> fuck's wrong? Why are you showing a, 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 an eight-year-old this shit? Yeah, right? Who's silly now? Oh, my God. Put on fucking Golden Girls. You got a gay son here. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Read the room, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Dude, and actually, imagine, like, like there. there's also people who have, like, insane fears or insane to, to me, but crazy fears that they can't help. Like, for example, there's dendrophobia, which is fear of trees. Like, imagine you're, like, <laughs> you're walking, you see a tree, and you just, ah! <laughs> they should live in New York. Yeah, right? That's true. We don't have very many trees. But they, there's people that have fear of the sun, and it's called heliophobia. There's literally a fear for everything. This, is, this shit is crazy. What was the scariest movie as a kid? The scariest movie as a kid. Hmm. What was it for you? Do you know? Mm, I'm not sure. I know that I definitely didn't. Um, I mean, I liked the movie, you know, for what it's worth. But at the time, I, it really fucked me up. Arachnophobia. Yeah, that movie was fucking based in Venezuela. Let me hear about it. <laughs> was it really? Yes, the fucking spiders come from Venezuela. 
And I remember. Oh, so is that why you moved? Yeah, I ran away. I, rem- <laughs> I remember that movie like being aired on TV in Venezuela, and like me watching the ad, and it was it was in Spanish, like dubbed in Spanish. But like I remember the ad being like, arachnophobia, and it's like aquí in Venezuela, arachnophobia, and it was I was fucking terrified, man. And I remember like thinking like, are there spiders in my room? <laughs> oh my gosh, so scary. That like a, a spider fell fell out of like a lamp. On just one's hand at like one point yeah. or something. And I was like, that could happen to any that of us. That literally can happen. I have a lamp. That could be me tomorrow. <laughs> I have a lamp. I have lamps everywhere. <laughs> you just throw away all your lamps. <laughs> oh my gosh, so scary. I woke up one night in college because I felt this like itch on my leg. And I just, when I went to scratch it, there was like something quite large on it. And I turned on the light and there was this big ass spider and I almost lost my shit. I don't know how it didn't bite me 19 times, but it was so fucking big. And I like that kind of ruined my apartment for me (laughs) after that for a few weeks. I just couldn't do it. You know, I, I feel like if you ever see a, like any bug in your apartment, like that, it's just like, it kills your sense of, of, of safety. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dude. Actually, and it's called fear of insects, it's called entomophobia. In Venezuela, we have big-ass cockroaches. Like, people here, like, get scared of roaches. In Venezuela, man, those motherfuckers were huge. And I just remember being scarred to death, like, going to shower or something in the morning and then finding a cockroach in there or something. And then after that, like, I, I would always be afraid that it would come out of the drain while I'm in the shower, you know? And it's like... Like, how big? Were they the size of, like, your hand? No, 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 not that big. It was, like, the size, maybe, like, a few inches big, you know, like, maybe, like, three, four inches, maybe three inches. You could put a leash on it and keep it as a Yeah, pet. right? It can be my friend. Roachy the cockroach. I wonder if you could train them to fight each other. Oh, I don't know. I feel like they're... I feel like if anything... Go, Roachy. Go, Roachy. <laughs> cockroaches have been around so long and that I feel like they would eventually just team up and train themselves to take me down. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not doing this. I've seen that movie, Joe's Apartment, where he lives with the cockroaches and they ruin his life. Not happening to me again. Can you think of any, any movies that you've seen lately that, you, that are, like, so scary? If you ever see The Conjuring movies... Those are really fucking good, and it's because oh, with like the the the, the um, doll. Uh, yeah, Annabelle, the doll is in it, and that's that's actually based on a real couple who I think the the husband just died, or they both they both might be dead at this point. But the uh, Conjuring One is based in a family in America. Conjuring Two is based in a family in London, and the family in the one in, in America. I remember they wrote a book about what happened to them, but. This, you know, when you see something like that, that's actually like based in truth, it adds just an extra layer of fucking scary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And those are really well made. If I don't know, have you seen them? I think so, because I feel like I've seen Annabelle. Well, yeah, but that, but the Annabelle that- one, like, like that was those were like spinoffs, and those actually didn't happen. But like the Conjuring oh. ones are actually like reality ones. Once the Annabelle ones were just like a way for them to make money. Well, I think I think I saw it, and like the the main actress is kind of like hippie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like is it in the sixties or seventies? Yeah, I guess the, that time frame. I love how I compare anyone in the sixties or seventies to hippie. I don't know what what, what her stance on. Um, anything is. I just assume that if you were alive, then you were a hippie. Uh, actually, man, I guess. there was there was the hippies and like the squares, like the like the people who hated the hippies, like the Richard Nixons of the world. You know what I mean? Like, I hate those goddamn hippies. They should just go join the army. Man. You know what? 
Richard Nixon lost his first election against John F. Kennedy yep. because John F. Kennedy was attractive, and it was the first time they, they televised a debate. It's true. And JFK um, was was so sexy, and Nixon was all sweaty and shit in his debate. It was like, but I, yeah, but I can't blame him. I would have been sweaty as shit too. <laughs> Do you think that if we had um, uh, televised debates in American history? that any of the presidents would have been president? Uh, well, back then, yeah, probably, because back but back then, you, the expectations for debates were different, you know what I mean? Like, that was like the, like, for example, I feel like the debates in, like, the earlier times of the country was like, okay, fine, I don't like this shit, fine, we're going to have a duel, motherfucker, and then just go shoot themselves in the street. It's like, okay, you're vice president now. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln uh, may have been a great president, but man, he was like major Uggs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yikes. But JFK was also untraditionally sexy for politicians. You, you know what I mean? He was like one of a kind. You look at all of it back then, and and it just it was old white man, kind of as it is now. <laughs> and then JFK came around, and they shot his ass. Do you think? Did you think JFK had um, Marilyn Monroe murdered? Mm, I don't know. Maybe I think like maybe the CIA did, but I don't know. She she kind of had her. Her demons, you know what I mean? So it wouldn't shock who, me. Who murdered Epstein? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He could have killed himself, like, oh. but he could have gotten killed. I could really be swayed in both ways because, for example, there's there's evidence, circumstantial evidence on both sides to lead me to believe that could make me led to believe on either side of it. You know what I mean? It's like he definitely had the enemies. <laughs> yeah. And people who had a lot to lose if that man started talking. This is so stupid and random, but I think, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I think, um, didn't George Washington have false teeth that were made of wood? Yeah, I think, that's what I read. I don't know if it's true. Um, um, because if I saw him on a televised debate and he had wooden teeth, I'd be like, no, thank you. Next. <laughs> yeah, but back then everybody had awful teeth, you know? <laughs> it's like, ugh. I bet you they were all disgusting back then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's see. While Washington certainly suffered from dental problems and wore multiple sets of dentures composed of a variety of materials, including ivory, gold, lath, and human teeth, wood was never used in Washington's dentures, nor was it commonly employed by dentists in his area. Uh, so yeah. Oh well, that, I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah, that's some fucking history taught to you by but the speaking foreigner. of eyeballs. <laughs> one, so when I first started working at, um, I was working at a Macy's Optical like 15 years ago, mm-hmm. um, in Chicago, and um, someone came into the optical department in the basement of Macy's. This is the huge Macy's on State Street. It's the second largest department store in the country. Some idiot. Came into my shop, again, the basement of Macy's, uh, in a panic because his prosthetic eyeball was oh inserted God. upside down <laughs> and lodged in his eye cavity. So oh he God. couldn't get it out and he was screaming. And I was like, Sir, you came to a Macy's? Like, this is a legit <laughs> problem. You came, you came into, you took the train into Macy's, came down to the basement, and then. <laughs> You want me to do something about this? Oh, oh no, 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 no. We sent him to the emergency room. He was like, I was trying to avoid a copay. You need to love yourself. Yeah, dude, what? For your <laughs> fucking yeah. eye? Oh, no, 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 my friend. And what the- That was scary. Do you, do you have a number one fear just in life? Mm, I mean, really just, just the snake shit. <laughs> and sharks. I fucking would 
I, I have this weird feeling that I'm gonna that I'm in the ocean, and like when it gets deep, then just like there's like a shark behind me, so I don't like to be in deep water <laughs> for for a long time. Uh-huh. But like if you're thinking in more general terms, I guess my fear would be to never get discovered type thing, you know, some some existential shit like that. Because it's like I used to have like you know my PR job, my PR career and shit, and they've had. A pretty nice paycheck and some pretty good benefits. <laughs> and, you know, but, man, I just could not live that cubicle life. That life just was not for me, man. Yeah, I hear you. So, but I knowing, though, that I feel like when I left the life, it wasn't because I wanted to be a bum. It's just because I always believed that I could do something bigger with it than just sit in a fucking cubicle for 70 hours a week. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like totally. that I have the talent to make it. So it's like... That worries me, but I don't know. It doesn't worry me for sure because I feel like some shit will happen. She's putting it out into the yeah. universe. Yeah. Are you afraid of heights? How are you with? Oh, with, um... I hate heights. I hate <laughs> heights. I do not like them. I used to be fine with them too. I don't know what happened. If it's if it's like a thing as I got older, which by the way, I fear heights is called acrophobia. My dad is also afraid of heights, though, so I don't know. Should, should Frat Chat podcast go skydiving? Oh, my God. I don't think I could. I really don't think I could jump out of a plane. <laughs> I, would I went parasitically once and fell asleep. I would scream so hard the whole time. I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I definitely... My thing is, at least I know those guys are trained, you know what I mean? But the thing with me is, like... You're secured to this dude by a little harness. You know what I mean? It's like, if that thing ripped, I'm fucked. <laughs> and the likelihood of it is happening, it is small. But knowing my luck, man, I'm like, okay, I don't know. Maybe not for me. But everybody who I know who's done it says it's like the greatest thing ever. I just don't know if I can. Um, I get nervous about it because it's like a lot of money. Yeah. Um, just for like, how long does it take to fall out of a plane? Like a minute? I don't know. Eh, how long probably it takes. a few minutes. I mean, because you you kind of fall out a, a, a little slow, and then you know those videos you so should. I think take to myself good. like, I think like, what if you um I don't know like veered off to the left a little bit and ended up falling like on a freeway? That would suck. <laughs> well, you don't fucking skydive next to a goddamn freeway, Seba. What do you mean? They, <laughs> do you know where people go skydiving? They go they go skydiving wide open spaces. <laughs> Oh, You're not skydiving so. over I-95. Like, what? That's not legal. <laughs> I, you know, as we were talking about this, I was like, they should, I was, in my mind, I'm thinking, they should really only do this in, like, fields. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> they should only do that in fields. It's not safe. However, there are crazy-ass <laughs> people who, like, I've seen jump off, like, buildings and stuff. They sneak in there, and then they go to the highest points of these super tall buildings all over the world, and they just jump off. And they literally glide like into the street and run away because they don't want to get caught. But that's fucking ballsy. I think someone actually did yeah. it off of the the updated World Trade, like not that long ago. This is so funny to me. I had no idea that you were such a pussy with heights. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. I don't even like like for example the bridge, the Delaware Bridge coming from Baltimore over to New York. I don't mind driving through it by any means, but. When I, if I'm driving and I look over to my side and look down when you get to the highest point and you see how low it is, it kind of just like gives me the heebie-jeebies. I'm like, man, if I lost control, like that would be a long way down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I um. Uh, so uh, a while back, my old job, 
I was doing this seminar, um, and the the point of this one particular bit was uh, there was some some survey where they asked a bunch of people um, which of their um, how many senses do we have? Five senses, uh, seven. Senses. We have five senses. Yes, Wait, yes. what are they? Okay, there's touch, taste, sight, hearing, and smell. Yep. Okay, so like there's a huge survey, and it seems like. Um, of all the senses, the one that people absolutely would not part with was sight because it's so much security, you know, right. with, with having your vision. Without having your vision, it's, it's, that's scary. Um, so uh, I was asking people, like, what are your biggest fears in life? Yell them out. And, you know, people were like, heights, you know, public speaking, snakes, spiders. And then we're all, like, giggling. Oh, yeah, me too. Nana. And then someone was like, dying alone. Oh. And we're like, oh, oh, okay. Well, Let's just move that's on. That's sad. Yeah, that's sad as <laughs> shit. Way to fucking put a downer on everything, Tony. Sit down. I know. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> then at lunch, we were like, remember when, remember when Tony said that really sad <laughs> shit? Like, yikes. What a dick. Should we invite him to our table? <laughs> no. <Nah>. No. Let's <laughs> not. <laughs> I, honestly, I... I, I'd like never worried about dying alone for some reason. I, I don't know. Maybe I just feel loved. <laughs> I feel like I'm nice to people. Or, so I don't know. Or you're like, I'll be the first one to go. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's going to go that <laughs> Julie's way. Julie's got to worry about that. That's true. I always tell her that. And she's like, no. But she is younger than me. So, and men tend to die out quicker than women. So that is true. So she's got, mm-hmm. she's got two things going against her, you know? You know what I think is kind of scary? Um, if the revolving door is going too fast. Oh, dude, get your leg getting caught. Oh, I just, I, I don't die, know. I just, I just get nervous. I like, think what? of it all the time that I go through one. I feel like my ankle is going to get caught and then it's just going to get like, just like jammed in there. Or like maybe like part of my like backpack or like something or like, or like something I'm holding or, you know. Well, the backpack like, I wouldn't mind so much because a revolving door like would probably just get ripped well, up. Yeah, but if it's going so fast and you're attached to it, <laughs> well, yeah, like, it makes you think of like when people have like <laughs> shoestrings on an escalator and then yeah, you never but, see them again. But, you but that's a little different. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get sucked into the door like the... <laughs> I don't know the way this shit flips around here in New York. It's lethal. I also, um, I also get scared if um, uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a phobia or I just think it's gross. But I remember one time telling this stupid fucking Becky. Remember, remember back in the day when we weren't talking about Karens, yeah. but everyone was a Becky. Yeah, you know, Becky with Becky's, the good hair. I guess hair. a younger Karen. Yeah, Becky with the good hair. You know, so this fucking Becky came in on the train on the phone. I tried to tell her not to sit down. But she, like, snarled at me, like, how dare you have the audacity to talk to moi? So this bitch sat and peed. <gasps> I, you know, I tried to tell her don't sit down, but she was not having it. This bitch sat and peed. And I saw it, like, wrecked her day. It probably wrecked her whole life. I remember thinking to myself, like, that might be, like, the worst day ever oh, for anyone. Oh, my Because then, then you're just sitting in, like, wet clothes, and then you have no other choice but to... Get off the train in your wet clothes, and, your and then clothes. sit on another train in wet clothes. Oh, and it's piss, um, and it's you know, piss. <laughs> and go home, like you're literally like the someone else's urine is soaking into your skin, like it's your butt cheeks into your asshole. <laughs> oh my god! And you end up at the clinic, and they're gonna call you a skank. Yep. And then, oh my god! And then R. Kelly gives you a call and says, "Hey, will you be my girlfriend?" Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the fear of being alone is called autophobia. 
autophobia. Yep, that's a real thing. Tony. You're not alone, Tony. <laughs> There's also fear of failure, Jeez. which is a, a, a tikiphobia. I don't know how to say that. A taikai phobia. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid to fail. Yeah, a taikai phobia. I, I come to terms with it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. You make your choices. You bomb a few nights and stand up and you're like, failing's not so bad. Yeah, There's always happy hour. Yeah, that's definitely true, man. And, you know, and bombing happens. Like, I, oh, I bombed tonight? Oh, that's okay. I get two drink tickets. <laughs> Sold. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Veronica Garza has any fears because she's a badass. She is so much tougher than both I of can us. imagine her being like, no, I'm not afraid of anything. I feel like. And I would believe her. I feel like I feel like if I had to try to take Veronica down, I would go for a double leg takedown using my superior size and technique. But however, I feel like I worry. You know, if this is this is a wrestling fight, I think I'm okay. But in a full on MMA encounter, I don't know. So I worry. I worry that she one day is going to get tired of our shit, Simo, and she's just going to bully us and kick her ass. Don't tell her I said this. But then you're going to use your wrestling voice. <laughs> So let me tell you something, brother. What you gonna do when the comedian with the largest arms in the world, brother, comes after you? And she'll squeeze (laughs) me by the nuts. She'll say, let me tell you something, brother. Um, so her girlfriend is so cute. She, um, oh, uh, Leslie, is a the best. very, very talented photographer. Yes. Uh, but she also, uh, is into aerial fitness too. So I can't wait till this COVID situation is finished with. Uh, so I can get back into the, the, um, pole dance studio yeah, and, you know, shake my, show my cervix for a quarter. And, and that's kind of similar to what I'm into. I'm not, I'm into, uh, areola fitness, which is just the fitness of the areola. So I just do a lot of nipple workouts. Just, uh, uh, Oh, nice. Uh, uh, uh. So it's like similar, right? Like, uh, 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 uh. I'm doing some right now. You know uh, what? Uh, 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 here, let me rub it against the mic. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I always get creeped out when I see really, really, really big nipples, like yeah, huge nipples. like orangutan, especially titties. on dudes. I'm like, <laughs> wow, that's like a big, that's a big salami. Uh, for your uh, yeah, I have a, we have a, I have a friend from uh, my high school that we call uh, pepperoni nipples because of his nipples are so big, and he's put and he's Puerto Rican, so they're brown, so they look like big pepperonis. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> poor guy. You know what happens when you have salami nipples? What? You spend all day worrying about dying alone. <laughs> should we light a candle for Tony? I think we should, but he could open a pizza parlor. Tony Salami, <laughs> you get the best salami in town, eh? <laughs> I know a thing or two about salami, okay? Look at these nips, eh? <laughs> um, okay, let me ask you something. If you had a, if you had to choose between Julie mm-hmm. and... The rest of your Big Mac Sundays, the rest of your life. Ooh. What wins? I actually, a uh, little, little sad fact. I haven't done Big Mac Sunday since Corona started because <gasps> I you haven't. I did it like I guess technically my last Sunday doing it was right when shit hit the fan. But my thing was, you know, it's like I don't know. The, the McDonald's in Hoboken is actually like unusually clean. Like the, it looks pretty good. But I just, you know, I, I feel like I'm bound to catch it if I keep eating there. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's why you've been showing off your body so much on on um, uh, social media. <laughs> Normally, it's me showing the goodies, but it's a role reversal. You're just oh yes, yeah, so, taking clothes off for the world. Says the guy who just posted a video of themselves working out in Central Park, shirtless. May I add? Uh, 
Oh, oh yes, I did do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, it's funny. I get post a joke, I get you know a handful of likes. I post a picture with my shirt off, and I, I get like a zillion messages. Well, just to for example, I posted uh, that shirtless selfie of me yesterday on my story. And that on Facebook, since you can see, I guess, like a little cheat of the, on the top of the page and it shows like a preview, uh, it has like 350 views. And meanwhile, the following shot, and I've only have two things up there. The following shot is the advertisement for the last episode of the podcast. And that thing has 29 views. <laughs> <laughs> Literally people like it's like they just want to see the thirst. So I'm going to give it you to know them. what Pete, they've been cooped up for so long and they're horned out their fucking minds. No, and, and once you go Spanish, all the white boys banish. It's something that I just taught the world. So, you know, I mean, I'm looking good. I'm trying to I'm trying to stay fit, but I'm getting thick though, man. It's like I'm I'm like once, you say pounds. once you go Spanish, all the white boys vanish. Oh yeah, <laughs> that maybe in Venezuela you end up chopped up in the back of a taxi cab. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but hey, from I've, what I've, I've seen, I've, I've watched enough. Stories. I watched enough murder documentaries to know that if you meet the wrong white boy here, that can happen to you too. And by murder documentaries, you referring to Murder She Wrote <laughs> with a box of Kleenex <laughs> and a gallon of Rocky Road. <laughs> Okay, so so um, on that note, should we motion to adjourn? I think so too. But before we do, make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter via at Fretchat Podcast. Give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Carlos Does World on Twitter. Make sure you follow Simo. On Instagram at chris.more.comedy and on Twitter at seymourcomedy. And lastly, make sure you check out our awesome sponsor, The Moon Life, via themoonlife.com or on Instagram at themoonlifeclothing because they're fucking awesome. I got some new stuff coming. I'm so oh, excited yeah, about baby. it. Also, don't forget, our epic theme song is made and produced by the amazing Gazzo. Follow him everywhere at Gazzo Music. And that's it. And that's all. Finito. Yeah, it's not easy. Anyways, get us out of here, Simo. Um, motion to adjourn. Do you second that that notion? I second. All right. See you. Ciao.